Pause I Am Radio with your host, Robert Brining, sharing stories from across the United States and around the world. To join the conversation, call 929-477-3572. That's 929-477-3572. Each week, we'll bring you our exclusive HIV scoop with Josh Robbins and your positive message from Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. Your weekly dose of hope. Pause I Am Radio. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Pause I Am Radio. It is so good to be back here live on the air. Um, Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, Happy Father's Day to my father. Uh, He is no longer with us, but I know he is with us here in spirit. Uh, This past week for me has been crazy, crazy, so I apologize for having to reschedule last week's episode of class, and um, he'll be on today to uh, give us an update about the retreat, but um, my grandfather actually ended up going to the hospital Friday afternoon last week and passed away on Sunday, so I um, I just didn't have the energy or, or the, the, the thought process uh, to, to put words together um, on air. So, you know, luckily, uh, class, let me uh, reschedule with him, thank God. Um, and uh, he's going to be back here today. He's actually on the line, but I, I do just want to give everybody a little bit of an update um, on myself. Uh, this also past week, I did uh, go to New York to work on a project, which was exciting. Um, I got to see some friends. I got to see my friend, Scott Kramer, who I, I haven't seen actually in I think we were talking about it. it was almost 10 years. The last time I saw him was when I was in New York uh, filming the HIV and me video with uh, MTV and, and Logo with Angina um, back, uh, back in the day. So it was like forever. So we actually got to meet up on Friday and have lunch and conversate and, and, and just see each other because we haven't, like I said, it's been almost 10 years and it was just so nice to see him in person. So Scott, uh, thanks for making time for me and, and, and hanging out, but I'm excited to tell you more about the project um, as things progress and when I'm able to, but when it does, I will be obviously the first place to share it will be here. I'm actually sitting here in, at my desk with the heating pad on. Uh, I actually, uh, while I was in New York, I was playing a little bit of soccer and I actually fell square on my tailbone and it actually am in a lot of pain. And uh, it kind of sucks because I had to you know, not only travel back on a train and, and, you know, and then sit in an Uber and, and do that the whole way home. But then I immediately had to go to a viewing Friday evening for my grandfather and then get up and, you know, be a pallbearer yesterday for my grandfather. Um, and, and just doing all that, I haven't really been able to sit down and relax. So this is actually the first time I've been able to sit down with the heating pad on me and it feels amazing. So um, bear with me if I uh, shout out a little bit. Uh, with pain. So, um, you know, Class has been on the show numerous times. I can't even count. Um, I think every season he's come on to talk about the amazing retreat. And uh, last year in July in 2017, I actually went to the retreat for the first time and it was an amazing experience. It was life-changing. I've met so many incredible people there. I think there was about two dozen of us maybe all together uh, in the group. And the guys were just real, you know, it was it was a safe space, and um, the conversation just kind of flowed. And and for me, you know, it's 
I usually connect with people when I go to events, you know, usually it's a conference or things with that on, on a kind of a HIV specific, you know, content when we're talking about life and in general and connecting on sharing experiences. But at the retreat for me, you know, it, it wasn't the focus of that. It was more about feeling our feelings and, and being present and, and, and not being afraid to talk about it with people. Yeah, HIV was discussed, but it wasn't the main topic. And I think that's kind of what I liked. It was a little bit of a breakup of my normal um, gathering with, with other individuals like me. So to connect on a, on a whole nother level, uh, on a spiritual level, and, and just, it, it was amazing. I met a lot of great people there and the friendships carry on afterwards. Um, I still communicate with a few of them and actually Juan was on the show uh, a few months ago and, you know, he talked about what he does there at the retreat. So um, that's enough about me. Let's go ahead and uh, bring class on for a sec. So class, are you there with me? I'm here. That's a great How are you? Robert. I'm doing it's so great. Good to have you back on. Crazy. Yeah, it's great to be on the show and I'm in a, having a lot of craziness going on in my life as well. So Rescheduling was easy for me. I'm actually in the process <laughs> of moving right now. So it's like, just, is it Mercury uh, retrograde or something break. right now? I I don't know. I don't, I don't think <laughs> that's going on. But you know, there's no craziness <laughs> going on in the world, as we all know, and uh, I think also in a lot of people's personal lives. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. Big change. Yes, I, I definitely feel the change is coming. This year has kind of been uh, one of those years from the beginning, I think. So I'm excited. So so, so tell us, you know, you, you've been on the show. We've we heard about the, you know, you, you spoke about the retreat. You shared your story before. Tell me a little bit about um, what made you start the retreat and, and when did you start it? All right. So well, let's see. The uh, lightning bolt that hits me that kind of, got the idea going for me that it was kind of like in 2007 and um, the very first retreat was in the fall of 2018 uh, 2008 and um, we've been doing it every year since then last year we actually did two retreats and we're planning on doing that this year as well although the retreat in the fall may be a little bit different than what we're going to do next month but um for me, it was um, just one of those things that hit me. I was actually in the shower, and um, uh, it was like a download. I just knew this is something I'm supposed to do, and I just kind of stepped out of the shower, and I just wrote out the schedule for the first uh, retreat and contacted Kirkridge, which I'd done some work with in the past. And within a couple of days, everything was set up, and... Um, the retreat was happening. So it was one of those uh, moments where you either say yes and go with it, or you uh, take too much time thinking about it, and then it probably had petered out if I hadn't taken action right away. Right. Well, first, the shower is a great idea is come in the shower. <laughs> they so do. it's actually where they I, I, I mean, people the, take more the name for, the, yeah, the, the name for the, um, the, the name pause I am putting it kind of in those, in that term kind of came when I was in the shower to me. Um, you know, kind of thinking of green eggs and ham, I am, Sam, I am. And then it kind of just kind of flew out. I don't know how. But, yeah, great ideas covered the shower. But Kirkridge, that's where actually – that's the one in the Poconos, right? That's where I went? Yeah. That's, that that's was great. beautiful. Yeah, it's an awesome uh, location. I, we're so lucky that we can have it there because we're in the middle of nature 
and it's so peaceful and serene. It's like you walk uh, in there and you see that view of that uh, huge valley. It's like any tension you may have had with you just kind of melts away just by the environment. Yeah, and, then, and for those uh, you who are listening, just for people who are listening, and if you're watching uh, uh, on on the the Blog Talk Radio page, there's actually a photo that's going through, and one of the ones is me meditating on a rock, and you see that that big like valley view is what he's talking about. I mean, it was so breathtaking. You had to just sit there for a minute and just look because I don't think I've ever seen anything so beautiful. Yeah, and it's for me. It's like now I don't know how many years I've been coming there. Every time I get there, first thing I do is just walk out towards the end of that path and just stand there and just breathe it in because it's so powerful. Right. It lets you remind you how small we are, you know, compared to the world. And (laughs) there's so much going on. And yet we're so big at the same time. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we are. Power. Yeah. So so you've been doing it for, what, 10 years? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten years. Uh, I think the, this retreat is going to be the thirteenth. Uh, we did two retreats back in 2015 as well. So this is the thirteenth retreat that I'm doing uh, next month. It's uh, July 20th or 22nd, um, in case uh, somebody's interested and in considering it. And, so there's still uh, space available actually, for this retreat? Yes, we've got uh, plenty of space available at this point. Um, there you go. I've had such a crazy year, so I haven't had time to promote it the way I normally try to do. So there's been very little postings on Facebook or emails and things like that. So uh, I don't think enough people have gotten the reminders and nudges that they need to uh, remember to sign up. So. It's going to be a smaller group, I think, this year than what we had last year. But um, I think that's going to be really powerful. I'm thinking that we'll probably have about 20 guys. So um, it's going to be really good for really connecting with everybody so that you don't go away from there feeling like, I wish I'd had a chance to talk to so-and-so because here you will be able to really connect with everyone. Right. And, you know, sometimes I feel like if it was too many people, it would be a little bit over, you know what I mean? Well, I feel like if it's smaller, it's a little bit more intimate. You know what I mean? It's it's more of a a connection where you're not getting confused. You actually have the time to conversate with each individual yeah. person, like you were saying. You know, it makes it. But yeah, I like that. But I had a blast when I went. I have to tell you, that, that was that, <laughs> well. Last year, when when you went, that was the max size group that I would allow. Mm-hmm. That bigger than that. Uh, I wouldn't uh, want to have for this particular program, this particular retreat, because uh, it's really important that we have enough time and space so that we can go slow uh, with the experience and and really tune in uh, to ourselves and each other. It's true. Sometimes we're so busy living Uh, life, we don't take a second to just be present. And, you know, that's what I got out of the retreat is just to be present for a moment and just be like, look at what's going around instead of worrying about what needs to be done. Yeah. Well, also, you know, you, you developed some skills. Uh, I mean, because I remember when you came and, and we did our first meditation, which was about 10 minutes, and you had a really hard time <laughs> sitting for that 10 minutes. And then on the last day, we did 30 minutes, and you thought that was shorter than the 10 minutes. Yeah, it was crazy. 
It's funny. I was just yeah. telling my partner that I, when I was there at the retreat, I also had a, my back was hurt. <laughs> and I remember I was walking around because of my back being hurt with Ben Gay and stuff. And it's today I'm also the same way with a heating pad on. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm starting to get old. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Yeah, well, our bodies, uh, you know, they're not as, they don't bounce back as easily as uh, they did once upon a time. Yeah. So <laughs> it just happened so fast. Yeah. So so what are some of the um some of the sessions that, that, that you can share are, are coming up? Will you still be having the yoga? Like will you still have the same facilitators? Will Juan be there? Uh Juan will be there but as a participant this time. He will not nice. be doing the breathwork uh session that we had last year or that we've had for the past several years. Um, we're going to do a different kind of breathing uh, exercise process uh, that's of a different nature. Um, the focus this year is going to be really more on just uh, grounding in presence and uh, being authentically self-loving. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, self-love propaganda that's out there with affirmations and so forth and and kind of like yeah love yourself you're great so forth and trying to prop people up that way and it's kind of uh fake in a way because it's like we're trying to put it on from the outside without supporting it from the truth of the inside so the work we'll do now is it's really going to be to go inside and let that authentic self-love come through from the inside out to the surface and so um I'm really excited about some of the stuff we're going to be doing. Mm. Yeah. Well, sounds and we're great. Gonna have some more sounds socializing like. Time. Say that again. We're also going to have a little more socializing time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I thought it. I again, I had an awesome time. It was not what I expected. Um, it was. It was a hell of a lot better than what I expected. I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. But you could, you know, I. I some people see retreats and they say anything that may be kind of spiritual or, or a little too serious, you know, in, in that aspect, they get scared. And for me, it was yeah. such a learning experience. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, it's like, you know, it is a spiritual retreat because uh, what we're doing is that we're connecting with that which is our spirit. And um, that looks different for every person. Uh, there's nothing religious in what we do. Um, and uh, the last thing I would want is for anybody to start believing anything I say, because it's not about believing. It's about coming and having an experience and discovering more of what's true in your own experience and about yourself, about life, about other people, and to open your senses, open your eyes, open your mind, open your heart, and um, just be more fully who you actually are. Yeah. I think it's great. So let's take a quick break and play uh, this week's HIV scoop. And Kleska will put you on hold for one sec, okay? All right. All right. And so I do want to go ahead and say thanks to Josh Robbins for this week's HIV scoop. It is actually uh, the one from last week. So if anything is time sensitive in it, you'll know that he's actually talking about this week in one of the, the stories. So go ahead and listen. This is the all-new HIV Scoop with Josh Robbins, exclusively for Pause I Am Radio. This week's buzzworthy sexual health news in under two minutes. Here's Josh Robbins with this week's HIV Scoop. 
Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another HIV Scoop exclusively for Paz I Am Radio. I'm Josh Robbins. Robert, how you doing? I know you like me said, Robert, how you doing? All right, we've got a lot of uh, things to cover, so let's just get started. Elton John has always been somebody that has really been on the side of those living with HIV as an ally, and uh, he recently gave the Princess Diana of Wales talk, uh, you know, about HIV that they do every year, and he called on someone pretty interesting to do something more. Check this out. It's like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram cannot pretend they are purely private enterprises. I believe they have a public role and a public responsibility. Now, I must say that uh, social media is how my activism was started. I don't know about you. And, uh, for example, this, this program right here started on social media. And so Elton John definitely is right. And the platform is ripe and ready to do something big. That's awesome. Coming up next week is Biolytical's Insti Only One Minute campaign using the hashtag Only One Minute. So be sure to check out on Twitter next week the hashtag Only One Minute and get involved. Also, this is incredible. More than 2,200 cyclists and hundreds of staff went from San Francisco on a, on a 545-mile seven-day ride to Los Angeles with AIDS Life Cycle, which helps fund the HIV and AIDS programs at the Los Angeles LGBT Center and the San Francisco AIDS Foundation. They raised a mind-blowing $16.6 million, according to a, a release from the Los Angeles LGBT Center. This is the world's single largest HIV fundraiser is mind-blowing. So congrats to them and congrats to all of the riders. I, can, I tell you, I wouldn't be able to go 545 miles on a bike. Blows your mind. I'm Josh Robbins. This is your HIV Scoop. And there you have it. Thank you, Josh Robbins. For more information on Josh and his work, go to omstilljosh.com. You know, one of the things he was talking about is social media and how it plays such a big part in, you know, the world today and activism. And, you know, like he said, this show has started there. And um, you probably wouldn't be listening to us if it wasn't for social media. So um, let's go ahead and um, bring class back with us here. So, class, have you ever done anything like the AIDS life cycle or, or anything like uh, Josh was talking about where they do those uh, bike riding? I have not done the uh, that. I am not athletic enough to do 545 miles on a, on a bike. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, right. I've done the AIDS walk many times, and I, I started yeah, doing yeah. that when I lived in New York back in the early 90s. Um, and uh, I also participate in uh, a fundraiser for a local uh, HIV organization here in LA uh, called Saddle Up LA. It's like a, a AIDS ride, but it's on horseback. And they do that in July every year. It's it's a pretty awesome experience. And I feel like I uh, know somebody who does that. <laughs> the Saddle Up LA is what it's called. Yes, and, I've heard uh, of this before. Yeah, have you ever had Sunny on your show? Sunny Rose. Yes, that's where I've heard of it. Okay, I'm yeah, like I know I've heard of this before. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I do a lot of volunteering for her organization as well, because I think what 
she does and, and the work of that uh, group is absolutely amazing. It's, uh, you know, they do the free pause life weekend seminars uh, and they do them around California and even in other states. We went to Hawaii the other year and, and uh, been to Phoenix and uh, Las Vegas and always looking at more places. But yeah, the Saddle Up LA, I'm actually trying to raise money for that right now while also, uh, you know, trying to get the retreat going. So I'm kind of feeling a little split sometimes. It's like, should I focus everything on the retreat, which is, you know, really at the core of my heart. But at the same time, I feel it's important to support others who are out there doing like really good work. And so, but yeah. if you're listening and, and you want to make a donation to my uh, Saddle Up fundraiser, I'd appreciate it. It's saddleupla.org slash class, C-L-A-E-S. So, um, are are you are, so, so? Do you actually ride? Is that what you're going to do? Uh, actually, I won't be able to uh, this year. I was planning on it, uh, and in previous years, I've been planning on it as well. But then I've been needed uh, to help with uh, the uh, party. They do like a, a country barbecue party afterwards. So, I'm always there helping with doing setup and uh, a lot of other things to help support the event. So. I haven't no, to write so no, wait, yet, I, I'm trying to figure out so 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 if I so this is kind of like where if do you do they provide you like I'm just curious do they provide you with a horse like how does this work if you want to get involved in that, yeah, they in have that horse, area they, they have um, yeah you can bring your own horse or you can uh, uh, rent one of theirs uh, I think they have like 75 horses available and uh, and cool. then there are two different uh, uh, rides you can choose to do. One easier for beginners, and you don't have to have any experience from horseback riding to do that one. And then there's one a little bit more advanced. And what they do is that they ride up around Griffith Park in L.A., and it's just a stunning, stunning, beautiful area. You can't believe you're in the middle of a huge city when you're up there. Wow. That sounds like fun. Yeah, you should come out and so, do it next know, year. Could, yeah, like it's a different kind of, you know, instead of the, yeah, that'd be really cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. So, you you know, you wear so many hats as, as do, you know, a lot of people who are involved in this kind of work. How do you find time for your own self-care? You know, that's kind of one of the big things I I, I took away from the um, the conference that I went yeah. to Healthy Voices is, is working on self-care. And, and how hard is it for you to, like, you know, what do you do for that? Well, my... Everything that I do in terms of the retreat and, and other volunteering is just an extension of my health care. My health care, my, my self care is at the core. Uh, my own work on myself, uh, my meditation practice, uh, my ongoing uh, studying and inquiry and so forth uh, is really most central to my life. And so uh, the other things that I do. Uh, really comes out of that. It didn't start out that way, but it's grown into that, where I realized that if I'm going to be continuing to lead these retreats and do that work with integrity, my first priority must be to do the work on myself first, because otherwise I have no business being in that seat, guiding others in their processes and helping them come to their own uh, inner self and and their self-care. Right. I was always curious because I always felt like, you know, the I figured that the retreat, you know, would be part of your self-care, but it was also kind of like work for you. You know what I mean? So I was always curious of how you kind of 
took the time for yourself. Like, but, but I assume that you either would like just travel or or kind of do something to to kind of be at peace with yourself for a little bit and not be kind of feel like where you're working or your energy is being tugged in certain directions where it's just kind of you, you know? Yeah, and and I I'm actually involved in a spiritual path myself um, that is um, pretty intense. Um, it's called the Diamond Approach, and uh, so I go to uh, weekend workshops every five or six weeks, and I go to three or four eight-day retreats every year where I'm just there as a participant, and so um, uh, I do a lot for my own inner growth and development and, and the caretaking that way. Um, and that's important, you know, and I think that kind of, it kind of comes off and shows you that's why you are the leader that you are, because you do take that time to kind of recharge yourself. Yes, I, I don't think I could do this with integrity if I didn't, because what, what's most important to me is, is that the work I do is done with integrity, and it's coming from a truth, and, and it is... Uh, organically coming from something that's real and so it's not about trying to create something that's going to be big and flashy and impressive or anything like that because the world is full of that kind of stuff anyway and uh, what we lose touch with a lot is what's really real what's at the core of our humanity and 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 that's what I want to help people come back to and not forget because it's so easy to do and I think it's just getting harder and harder in the world the way it seems to be almost spinning out of control with the stuff that's going on on a a political government level right now and world politics uh, and the kind of polarization that we have in this country where um, people are, you know, being really hateful towards each other because they just happen to look at the world in different ways. And so, that's another thing about the retreat is that it's an absolutely politics-free zone. And so even though I'm very engaged myself in, in activism and politics and so forth, and I'm very clear on where I stand on a lot of things, I am not going to dismiss another human being because they don't see the world the way I do. And I can still be there for them and support them at a place like the retreat. And so we've had people who have very different points of view who um, felt very loved and welcomed and, and created great bonds uh, with other guys um, uh, despite their differences because ultimately we have so much more in common than what we have that separates us. And it's so, so easy true. to forget that. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You know, we always focus on those differences instead of the similarities because we like to feel apart, uh, uh, you know, away from and not a part of. And, you know, going and connecting with the guys at the Brotherhood Retreat is something that, you know, has changed my life. And it's made me feel a little bit more connected to myself, where sometimes I can feel lost for myself. And I just think being in that safe space where I, 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 I felt valued, I felt, you know, connected like I was present. I mean, that's the best way that I could, you know, kind of say it is that I was there and I was feeling the feelings, you know, in the moments that we were there during the meditation, during the breath work, you know, even when we worked um, and walked around, 
because uh, when we got to go down uh, the the Coliseum, what is it? The the, the Coliseum? The, 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 the Colum- uh, yeah, the Coliseum. Yeah, Coliseum. That was amazing. Just being in that space um, and seeing nature, and just being there with the you know the, the the monuments and the rocks and the structures and you know and that that circle uh, you know kind of path maze thing that they had in the back. Um, it was incredible. I've never been in a space like that before. Uh, yeah, and I think that's true for most people, and that's uh, and and I think a lot of people don't understand that this is actually available and it is possible. And I think most people also have um, this kind of sense when they come and and they discover it that there's some part of them that kind of knew about this deep inside all along, but there's no real support for it in the external world. So we kind of like push it aside and forget about it. Mm-hmm. Totally. But you, like you said, right. you know, being present, it, it sounds like something so simple and in a way it is very simple, but it's also uh, not easy to be present. And um, it's not something that just happens automatically for most people most of the time. Uh, there are moments when we can just have that moment where we just wake up and our senses are open and, to feel more alive and present. Uh, but a lot of the time we're so caught up in what we have to do next, what happened earlier, our reactivities, our thoughts, and um, and the pressures and expectations of others that uh, just being uh, gets lost. And uh, what's sad about that is that the only time that we're really, really alive is when we're present. Everything else is just some automated kind of functioning or reactivity. So ultimately, I think what we really long for and and what we get to do at the retreat is to be really alive and to experience our own aliveness. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I remember sitting there the first day and and you talking about being present, and I never really thought about it because, you know, you say be present, people are like, I'm here, you know, talking about their physical self, but no, it's, it's more about the mind and being present. And I remember sitting in the, in the space and, and um, having uh, one of the guys across from me and just staring into his eyes and, and us just not saying anything and just looking into each other's eyes. And I, I, it felt like forever. <laughs> I don't know exactly how long you had us do that for, but it felt like a long time, but it was, it was something so simple, but it felt so difficult to do. Yeah. Yeah, and, that and crazy. that's the condition we live in. You know, the, the the difficulty that we have in just being with each other and making contact with each other. And, yes, it was very, very. I don't know if you noticed any shift. Did you notice anything life. when you came back from the retreat? How you were being with other people in your life? Yeah, I did. I felt like I was listening a lot more um, yeah. instead of uh, you know just being there like at time I would like listening kind of feel what you were saying instead of just you know being there listening you know what I'm saying I felt it mm-hmm. more did you notice that that like had would, an impact on people around you to an extent yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah that's uh, kind of the magic of the whole thing is that uh, you know when we bring presence and and consciousness to our interactions with other people, we actually 
stimulate them to become more present. And so it's um, kind of the work of, you know, I'm not a Buddhist, but people talk a lot about, you know, karma and dharma, is like, which is the way I look at it, um, the law of cause and effect. And so when we do things unconsciously, it will have unconscious impact, which is creating the karma. But when we do things consciously, we uh, create the uh, more consciousness uh, that resonates back with us, and that we, and, um, we can only hope that at the end of our lives, we've created more dharma than karma in this world. Well, I think what you're doing is a is a fantastic thing, and I'm so glad that I got to experience. And I recommend anybody listening who hasn't experience this or is interested, go to uh, posretreats.com and and go <laughs> sign up it and find out more about it. I mean, there's one coming up in July, but you have a, a few through it. You said you're going to have another one later on through the year? Yes, yeah, so, but the one in October may be uh, uh, different. Uh, I haven't decided on that entirely yet, but it may be uh, not just uh, gay and bisexual men. It may be an all-gender retreat. and um, I'm, I'm talking to a few people that who I've been wanting to collaborate with for a while, and so mm-hmm. it may be a different type of event. So if you're interested in the retreat, I would say try to come in July if you can. And also, anybody listening there who feel like they want to come but they don't have the money, um, please get in touch with me because we do have funds uh, to help make sure that everybody who feels called to attend can actually do it. So money should not stop you, um, or lack of money should not stop you from attending the retreat. I, I just want to make this really clear, and there's absolutely no shame in not having the money. Uh, and even if you've been to the retreat in the past and you have received subsidies in the past, you are uh, equally welcome to apply again. This is just you know, something that I feel is really important, is that if your heart or if some part of you wants to go and have this experience, I will do whatever I can to help make that possible. And that's why you're the perfect person to do this class. You're amazing. Um, I think it's great what you do, and I wish you total and so much success with this uh, going forward. And I'm sure this retreat coming up in July is going to be amazing. And, again, if you're listening, you need to go check it out. It's at the same space where where ours was, right? Yes, it's in the same, uh, same building. And, um, so it's beautiful. So and we would, of course, definitely... love to have you back again uh, as well, Robert. Yeah, I would love to find um, one of these ones coming up. I would love to come in and check and do it again. It's it's an incredible experience. I would love to do it again. All right. Love so to, let's love check to. our schedules later and see if we can make it happen. All right. Let's do that. So, all right. So just everybody can go find more information on social media uh, or on your website. It's posretreats.com, right? That's correct. Or you can also use brotherhoodretreats.com. It's the same website. There you go. Either one works for us. And, um, class, thank you so much for joining me, and um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you very much, and happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, and thank you for having me on the show, and continue doing your great work. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Hi, you too. Thank you. And there you have it, guys. Thank you, uh, Clash, for joining us. Uh, what a great event, guys. You have to go check this out. I'll go to the retreat. Um, it's in the Poconos. It's beautiful. The connections are real. Uh, the, the people are real. It's just 
an unbelievable experience, and I recommend it highly. I'm actually going to go and uh, go share all the information on our social media so you guys can find that easily, uh, along with links to their uh, website so you can uh, find everything you need. So let's go ahead. Um, I do want to make two more quick announcements. Um, one, I want to say congratulations to um, the prevention uh, access campaign and the U equals U campaign that actually celebrated its two-year anniversary this week. So congratulations on the great work that undetectable equals untransmittable. And Bruce and all you guys over there at that um, um, organization is doing a great job. I also want to mention that Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney has put out a new social media frame for your, your Facebook photos. So if you go in and add a frame to your profile pic on Facebook, check out the new Rise Up to HIV U equals U. Um, it's in honor of the two-year um, you know, celebration for the, uh, the campaign. I do want to quickly play a um, positive message from Kevin Maloney, so let's go ahead and do that, and we'll go with it. Hi, my name is Bruce. I'm from Brooklyn. I was diagnosed with HIV in 2003, and I became undetectable in 2010. My positive message is that this is an incredibly exciting time to be living with HIV because we know now that we have treatment that not only protects us, protects our health and, and enables us to live long, healthy lives, but it, it protects our partners from getting HIV. We cannot transmit HIV when we're undetectable. Um, so I guess the message is, is if you're considering treatment or you're on treatment, please understand that if you take your meds and stay undetectable, you won't transmit HIV. You'll stay uninfectious. It's very exciting. We can have sex and intimacy and, and babies with our partners without fear, without shame, and without stigma. There you have it. Thank you, Bruce Richmond, and congratulations on the two years of U equals U and everyone over there as well. So I do want to thank you all for tuning in this week. All the Father's Day, happy Father's Day. All the Father's Day. All the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. I hope you guys have a great day. And um, love and peace to everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Pause I Am Radio, your dose of hope. Connect with the show at pauseiamradio.com or on social media. And we'll see you next time.